You know, one thing I wanted to talk about before we get this live stream going, um, yeah. before I hit live on this, because I don't want anyone else to know. This is my own personal opinion. Sure. I kind of want to nitpick about Titanic uh, just a little bit. Because um, Rose tells Jack, I'll never let go. And obviously she does, because you see his cold, dead carcass just slide off the edge of that door deep into, I believe it was the northern Atlantic Ocean. I, I kind of don't like that. She said, I'll never let go, Jack, and she does. Like, yeah, not, not a big fan of this. Anyways, yeah. let's go live. Yeah, we're not SCN. All freaking day. Of course. All freaking day. You know, it's the first show. <laughs> we had a way of this to go, and it was working earlier. Like, we had this settled. It's just not the first show if it just doesn't work out for you exactly as it should the first time. Wow. Is that music still playing? I can't hear it. It's, it's the music's over with. Alright. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to The Tagline. This is the show where the tagline's the title of the show. Uh, my name's Chris Adams. I'm Robert Adams. We're the Cinefanatics, and screw it. You know, we just, we're just we just going for it. The freaking intro that we've worked so hard was supposed to roll here, and it's not rolling. But you know what? We're rolling, because we said 9.30, and it's time to go. It's 9.30. What a show, a first show we have for you guys. Are you ready? Because apparently this nonsense is ready, <laughs> we're ready. I have to be ready because everything else isn't. So as long as I'm ready and you're ready, then this can just continue on, I guess. Here's what's going to happen, guys. This is our first show here, first setup. Everything's rolling. Apparently we're rolling now. Uh, if for some reason anything's falling apart, please let us know in the chat. We're paying attention to the chat. We'll, we'll see you if you're saying, sound's not working, you're choppy, something's not working, but hopefully we got everything working, so. Yeah. 
So, at the top of the show, kind of like, we're going to do like some quick backstory on this real quick. We've been doing like about, what, four or five live streams at this point now? Yeah. Those have all been building up to this. The epic failure of our intro not playing on the first night running. Um, I've been working on that intro for weeks, too. Uh, all yeah. those times that we've been watching uh, Call to Actions, podcasts, Chill to Action, everything. I've been sitting there working on that video instead of like fully participating in the chat, uh, but listening and still chipping in when I can. Uh, so... I've been trying to get this to work, and tonight was like the big reveal, and you know, you know what? <laughs> some, some people might sit here, and they might get frustrated, they might pick up the mic and just throw it into the monitor. No, I'm not going to change a single thing, and we're going to do it again next week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just going to try, here's the thing, a uh, couple of you guys from Call to Action, big help Call to Action is, uh, and so right off the bat, you'll, you'll see several members of Call to Action are modding for us because they are super duper awesome, and we love them, so if Again, they're you know if you're not subscribed to the Call to Action podcast, they're less than fifty now. They're yeah, almost. They're less than forty. Yeah, they're yeah they're they're less than say forty subscribers. Um, and here's the thing: we're at we're we we've been at a little over one thousand subscribers for months now. Yeah. Um, we've gotten a lot of good feedback, a lot of good fans, people following us, both coming from say the Schmodown, which is where a a major amount a major amount. Of the fan community is coming from for right. us, yeah, is coming from the Schmodown. Um, but we've also gotten a lot of people who have been who've been following us due to our trailer reactions, movie reviews, um, and I mean, in all honesty, we just have over a thousand family members. So I mean, that's really what it is. The Cine fanatic family. Well, yeah. that's a lot of words. Um, yeah. So. I want to see call to action, and we'll 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 we're gonna get more into call to action a little bit later as well when we start talking about some schmodown stuff. But uh, call to action is an award-winning podcast. They are major <laughs> major fans, lovers of the schmodown of the fan community. They're about to hit one thousand subscribers, and that means a lot. Throw up those hashtags in the uh, chat. You know which one? Throw yeah, them up. we'll see that uh, that C two K one K. C two C two K one K C two uh no C two K C two A one K. I was thinking back to like that Bam Margera band y from Y C K Y C K Y C K Y yeah okay C two K Y two K C two A one K. Hey, you know our our technology was failing like Y two K, so there you go. Um, yeah, so we're uh we're jumping in here. This is for all intents and purposes, this is our first real, this is our real live stream. This is, this is going to be our flagship show on this channel. So we're going to cover a little bit of housekeeping right off the top, kind of the format of how this show is going to work. We're going to, you know, for the first 30 minutes or so, if it takes that long, we're just going to kind of relax. You know, this is an evening show. You're joining us. You're having some fun with us. This is an evening. We're hoping you're relaxing from your long day of whatever else you were doing, whether you were a part of the larger family of live streams and watching live streams all day because that's apparently a thing now. Or you were at work, whatever you were doing. We hope you're, you're uh, here to relax with us, just have a good time. Uh, I'm not going to use the word chill. Um, and someone else has a copyright on that. Someone else has got a copyright on <laughs> chill. Um, so that's, that's the big thing. This is going to be a nice, relaxing, end-of-the-day stream uh, for you guys. We're going to be talking movie news you know, because that's because that that's that's what we do on this channel. That's the purpose of this channel was to be talking about movies. Yeah, cinefanatics. If you don't know what cinema is, 
it's or fanatics were people fanatics. who just really like them. <laughs> not not the uh, not the John Travolta movie. Yeah, <laughs> For, that was directed by Fred Durst, right? That was yeah the fanatic Limp Biscuit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Fred Durst. Yeah, and I forgot to check. Uh, I meant to go back and I wanted to catch up on the uh, Razzies to see who all uh, cats. Yeah, I know Cats pretty much had a clean sweep on all the nominations, but I was wondering if that was going to get anything. Uh, yeah, so there's that movie came out last year, The Fanatic. John Travolta stars as a, a crazed fan, obsessed. It's directed by Fred Durst from Lint Biscuit. John Travolta stars as himself. <laughs> pretty much. Is that, a, is that a hot take? I, I don't, don't know. I don't care. But, I mean, the guy who came up with The Nookie is the one that directed a movie. I would like a cookie right now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna be talking about movies and movie news, some kind of, of silliness like that in there. Headlines that are happening out in the world today, um, and then after that, we will because we are not just fanatics of cinema; we're also fanatics of the movie trivia showdown. We're gonna be talking a little bit about the showdown stuff that's happening over the past week. We're not on this, at least on this stream. We, we should probably talk about this a little bit more and kind of really hash out what it is we're going to do. We're not going to actually spoil anything that happened in Atlanta on this stream. Everything else that happened over the past week or so, Schmodown-wise, is fair game. But for just in case we have some out there who have not seen Atlanta yet, haven't gotten the chance to watch it yet, we're not going to spoil anything from that. Uh, at least on this stream, future streams, we might spoil the live events, but we'll see. Yeah, looking over in the chat, and Tyler's just sitting there, like quoting Limp Biscuit songs now. Keep rolling, 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 monkey, or however, whatever they say. It's hey, been a while. You know what? That's you always got to have someone like Tyler in the chat sitting there quoting Limp Biscuit. Yeah. We, did you say we always basically need someone in the chat quoting Limp Biscuit? Look, I'm just trying to say we need Tyler in the chat. Oh, okay. Agreed. He doesn't have to quote Limp Biscuit, but he can just hang out in the chat, and we we <laughs> love him for it. Agreed. Uh, so. There's, here's a great, I love this. It's real quick. Kelsey says, love that our show is focused on movies because there's been a hole in our license. Movie talk was shut down. That's honestly, like, low-key, that's kind of the point of us, really one of the points of us wanting to start this show. Yeah. Is movie talk shut down. So there's, aside from everybody else having their own stream now who was a part of Collider, there there is gaps in terms of where people go for a lot of their movie their movie talks. We can't. Hence the title of that show. We can't use that title because there's still copyright stuff with it. <laughs> because Collider has it and they're not using it. Which is odd because movie and talk are very common words. But yeah, you know what? That's let's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about movies. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Like we really wanted to be able to have this talk. Now, unfortunately, movie talk I believe was a daily show. Pretty much yeah. where they were just always talking about the movie news. Um, I would eventually love to do that. That'd be great. We can't be a daily show. You have to quit your job. I uh, yeah, I have a full time job. I'd have to quit that. Uh, so we'd have to get a few more people a part of this also as well because uh, I may or may not be able to do every every day considering what I'm trying to do with my business outside of this shooting videos and whatnot for people needless to say this is where we're wanting the direction of this to yeah. go is to be able to potentially do something daily or then like do the do this daily and then also work on movie reviews trailer reactions any other i got a couple other ideas for movie related content that 
that we could do as well. Um, so we would like to be able to grow this channel and do that. So yep. make sure you subscribe, hit that like down below. Um, if you have any questions or anything for us, we also do have uh, Streamlabs, we have Super Chat. Feel free to ask your questions on there. We don't have any kind of a, a robot or anything that's going to uh, give slang terms for uh, body parts Yay. on this show. but. Uh, but I mean, you can still ask questions that way. I mean, questions do still come through without. That is a separation from us and some other shows. Is that again, this channel is still going to be more geared towards a family friendly. We don't want someone's kids stumbling upon our channel and. But it's not kid friendly according to Coppa. But it's not kid friendly according to Coppa. This this show is not meant for kids. So kids can watch it, but it's not meant for kids. That means we might have to act like the dungeon and call people dicky doos every once in a while just to make sure, like, eh, we said something that okay. <laughs> oh, those dicky doos. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Streamlabs, we have the link. There we go. We have the link right above my head here. Uh, if you feel it within your jellies, I'm quoting Detective Pikachu there. Mm -hmm. If you feel it within your jellies to donate to us, we one we really appreciate it just because. Uh, that's going to fund a lot of what we do on this channel going forward, including making it to some Schmodown live events, possibly. Uh, that's just that's just a fact of the matter there. But if you feel like uh, donating it, we would strongly recommend that you go to Streamlabs because, as you might know on other shows, uh, we get all the money that goes through Streamlabs. None of it goes to YouTube. And then you also get more characters and messages to us that we can read live on air. Uh, and it's been it was brought up uh, earlier that I guess you could also do through PayPal. I don't know if that has to go through Streamlabs, but we will work on that yeah. as well. Yeah. So Streamlabs right now we only have it set up for like credit card donations, just because there's just there's just so much that we haven't gotten to yet on Streamlabs. But we're still new at this. Yeah, we're still learning. We're still learning. There's a learning curve. We're still little babies. But anyway, I don't yeah. know what that voice was, but <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. Uh, anyway, yeah, please, if you're gonna donate, we we. Would love it if you would choose Streamlabs first over Super Chat. If you're not comfortable with that, you're comfortable only with Super Chat, we're not going to turn away Super Chats here. Oh, not absolutely. That, not that we literally can, because once it comes in, it comes in. <laughs> but we're just saying. I don't like your dollar. I want a refund. <laughs> the other, exactly. The other thing is Super Chats take like a month to get to us, so... Oh, yeah, something like that. We're at Streamlabs. We can pretty much process through immediately. So we are the learning curve, hopefully, for when Call to Action starts getting all these coming in as well. Like, hey, this is what you do as a as a live streamer thing Yeah. on YouTube. Words are fantastic tonight, y'all. Anyways, uh, trying to think anything else housekeeping-wise that we would need to get into. How has your day been, actually? You woke oh, up dude. with this headache thing, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, real quick backstory, this is, this is where you actually get to know us a little bit better also, beyond just our talking about movies. Um, a couple years ago I was in a car accident that I'm pretty confident in saying, uh, jacked up my neck. Yeah. Threw out my neck pretty well, uh, it didn't really, it didn't really fully connect for me that that was the issue until like this year. Your neck didn't fully connect for the, you? Well, yeah, my neck is not fully connected right now, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I look like. I feel like I look like. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much weekly going to a chiropractor to try to get that, that mess figured out. But until then, if I don't sleep straight on my back, if I, like, sleep on my side or if I flip over on my front for some reason, I wake up in the morning with a nasty, brutal headache because just the whole connective everything, it just sends nerve blah. 
So I think that's one of the issues I had last night. Is I went to the chiropractor yesterday, and then last night I'm pretty sure I slept nasty on my side or something, and just had probably one of the worst headaches I've had all day today. I literally went through eight ibuprofen and two cups of coffee, a hot shower, literally all of that, and by God, <laughs> I reached the point of this live stream where I sat down and I don't have a headache right now, so woo! Claps. Yeah, see, here's the downside. We live in Texas. <laughs> if you lived in almost any other state in this country right now, you would have had some quick medication. Of course, you probably wouldn't be awake for a live stream right now, but... That's true. You'd be feeling pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, if we so, lived in California, this wouldn't have been an issue. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> real quick, I just saw... Uh, what was it? Uh, Movie Finobi just asked uh, Alex if anyone's ever called her Alex Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> that's we love the Shawshank Redemption here, so that's a funny joke. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I could have sworn I've heard of uh, her husband Lucas Shawshank yeah. being called the Shawshank Redemption before. I thought there was that joke on there. I love that. So that's funny. Good humor right there. Um, yeah. So. As for me, thanks for asking. Um, I went and I got. <laughs> apparently, I got a, my first eye exam since like 2012. Oh, I need to do that too. Yeah, because these glasses, like, I think I've cleaned them so many times that they're starting to fade away, and they're just like straight up you nasty might as well not to be see. Wearing glasses. Almost. Well, no, because like everyone in our family, you know, everyone in our family is like just super blind. <laughs> so I need new glasses. So I went to finally go get the eye exam today after spending all day trying to work on getting this set up. I was like, Hey, you know what we need? An eye appointment in the middle of all this. <laughs> so let me go do an eye appointment real quick. And I put on Twitter. I thought it was, thought it was hilarious that, uh, as I'm leaving, I'm like tearing up. And if any of y'all have had the eye exam, one of the things that I absolutely hate about oh. them is that thing where it's uh, it's a glaucoma check. They're checking for pressure in your eye. So you sit your chin on this thing, mm -hmm. you look at this bright like green light, and then they shoot this giant puff of air into your eye. Absolutely hate it. And it's probably the main reason why I haven't had an eye exam since 2012. Yeah. So now my eyes are all like jacked up. I'm leaving this place, and the radio that's playing is playing uh, "See You Again" from <laughs> Fast and the Furious Seven. So I'm like, I don't, I'm like all teary eyed, and I don't know if it's because of the puff of air or if it's because it was playing "See You Again." I'm like, we miss Paul Walker. <laughs> so wait, you don't know? You don't know if you miss Paul Walker because it's the puff of air in your eye? Oh no, I'll, I will always miss Paul Walker. I mean, well, yeah, I, I will always miss Brian O'Connor, definitely, but. I just didn't know if it was at that moment because of that, or I mean, I'll still get a tear to the eye every time I hear "See You Again." Oh, sure. I just didn't know if it was because of the puff of the air. Look, I lo you know, the reason why I love Fast and Furious Seven is because I never knew a Fast and Furious movie would ever get to the point where I'm gonna tear up, and I think part of that has to do with the real life situation that Paul Walker passed away. He died. Yeah, uh, but it's still it's still crazy to think like those those are not the movies you expect to make you cry, <laughs> but it did it. So real quick, I'm gonna drop into the uh, uh, Streamlabs here. We got Movie Finobi donated three dollars and thirty three cents. He says, "Let's see how you guys split that money in half." LOL. <laughs> Good luck on your new show stream. Be bold, be yourselves, bring us chills, and th well, screw it, do whatever you want. Take care. Have to be up early. Uh, thank you, Movie Finobi, for that Streamlabs. That's awesome. Uh, go to bed, get some sleep, and 
rock all day tomorrow, I guess is what they say. Who says that? I don't know. I'm out of touch with society. You're... I have a internet show now. <laughs> Kelsey Kirkland, uh, who's helping us out moderating tonight, also dropped $5 on the Streamlabs. Congrats on your first episode of the tagline. Thank tagline. you, Kelsey. It's the show where the tagline is the title. Yeah, <laughs> the show where the tagline is I, the title. Let's Can we touch on that real quick? Because honestly, that's... That is the whole the whole tagline thing as that being the name of the show. That just kind of like fell out of nowhere. It just fell right into our laps, and just everything just worked together so well. They like you're the one who mentioned the tagline when we were brainstorming this. So I was like, yeah, tagline the show where the tagline is the title. I'm like, all right, that works. Yeah. So we're sitting there <laughs> looking at uh, like I'm looking at like actual like news shows. So you have. You know, the hard line with whoever news anchor hosts that. And then you have... Hard copy. The situation room with Wolf Blitzer. Like, these really, like, there's serious... A, things there's like, a lot of hard situations in these there's things. There's a lot of hard situations. <laughs> and we're not just talking about Jersey Shore and the dude's abs. Yeah. Situation. Get it? Yeah. Uh, oh, God. You never no. knew you are getting a uh, Jersey Shore reference in this first episode. Well, this is... This stream's over. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Uh, no. So, I'm going through, like, these these, like these actual, like, serious news shows, I'm like, okay, now let's couple that with terms that are related to movies. And just fell onto the tagline. I was like, tagline, tagline. I like the tagline. And then you you came, I think it was you who kind of partly came up with the, it's like the who's on first yeah. you know, comedy bit. Yes, I love who's on first. That's my favorite comedy bit of all time, the Abbott and Costello, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know what what's on third. Um, who's on third, yeah. Yeah, I love that bit. So that was the idea of when I was like, well, it's the the show's called the tagline. It's mm-hmm. the show where the tagline's the title. So yeah. it kind of works like that. It, it's a, it is a tagline, but it's also a a realistic statement, right? Because the tagline is the title, it's but it's the tagline of the the tagline of the tagline is saying that the tagline is the title of the tagline. Yeah, say that five times fast. Have we broken into your brains yet? Anyway. Uh, the funny, the other funny thing is that when we came down to like, how do we want to promote this show? I was like, you know, what would be funny is if Twitter. We, well, yeah. Besides, <laughs> besides the usual social media route, what would be hilarious is if we stuck our stupid faces onto classic movie posters. Yes. Or other very famous, maybe not. I wouldn't call Ant Man and the Wasp classic, but yeah. uh, something it worked. Something that uh, that makes sense. For it to, to to work with like our faces, I mean, yeah. I know we we started off with uh, with you on Forrest Gump, and then we did uh, we did me on Steve Martin for the jerk, the jerk, yeah, um, which was not a an admission of anything on my end at all whatsoever. It was on my end. I can't say that word on this channel. <laughs> Hole. Okay. Um, He's a booty hole. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we came up with this idea. And those were a lot of fun to create. And I actually kind of want to keep going at that. Uh, because, like, that one with the, the Lion King. <laughs> where I'm sitting there holding you up. You're like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Uh, what I really like is... Uh, what I really like is the, the last one, though. The Fight Club. Mm-hmm. That Fight Club one. Because... It just, it worked so well. We just blended in so well with Fight Club. Which, I mean, you look at us, we would last two seconds in Fight Club. Yeah. Mostly because we can't talk about it. But, 
Yeah, so, I mean, uh, as far as Fight Club goes with this stream, it is a movie that we we both really like because there's a lot of nuances. That's, that's one of those movies, like, every time you go back and watch it, mm-hmm. you do see something new popping up. Or if you freeze pause it just right, you'll see Brad Pitt or body parts or something, if <laughs> depending on what frame you're on. Uh, but that one, it really is, that's a good movie to... To just go back and watch. So yeah. much like Fight Club, uh, we're gonna start. We did it on the posters. Like the first rule of the tagline is you just tell everybody about the tagline. <laughs> For sure. This isn't like hey, don't tell anyone. No, tell everyone. Share the tagline. If you like this, make sure you share it again. Comment, subscribe, all the good stuff. Yeah, you know all the usual YouTube things. We we want this show to be in front of as many people as possible. Well, of course we do. Because that's how. YouTube works, I guess. Uh-huh. That's how you get a career from doing this, is that you, you just, people just know you. Yeah. It's also late at night, and uh, my cat is very needy, so she's going to probably be prancing around down here. But apparently that's what happens on all live streams, just the animals and pets just like kind of walk around and whatnot. So. What did we say, the cinephicatic? Cinephicatic? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long we can roll with that one. I don't know. But anyway... Uh, Here's a th- here's a great thing. I believe we have eleven people watching right now, and we got thirteen likes. So somebody out there is uh, hacking the system, <laughs> and we appreciate them for it. Uh, going back to Streamlabs real quick. Uh, PC donated five dollars, uh, saying Butabi forgot who is who. Anyways, love the blue background. Hashtag C two A one K. That's right. There Get that is. call to action up to the one thousand subscribers. Uh, thank you, PC. Uh, and I believe we had uh, last we had spoke. He is Doug, and I'm Steve. I can't it's remember. It's not because my name is Chris, and Chris Catan's name is also Chris. So it's the other one around. Like, you're supposed to be the Whichever, Will, whichever Will one Ferrell. Chris Catan is. Uh, so, me. Steve. Yeah, sure. And I'm supposed to be Doug. Yeah, you're 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 more of a Will Ferrell type, and I'm more of a, a Chris Catan type. Sure. <laughs> That's how this works here. Um, anyway... Uh, we got a lot of people, like, uh, we got 11 people in here. Uh, like I said, we got, like, a lot of call to actions in here modding for us, so great job. Uh, we got a lot of other familiar faces. Great job, guys. Great job so far. <laughs> you kicked out all the people that need to be kicked out. You're really keeping those porn bots at bay. Oh, yeah, because they're just itching to get into our, uh, I don't know why I worded it that way, but they just want to get onto this live stream. <laughs> Uh, so real quick, let's see who else was in. for kids. Let's see who else is in here. Uh, so we've got Tyler, PC, uh, Christopher Stikeleather. Thank you for being here with us. AJ Lancaster. Uh, let's see, Tim Franco. Mr. Tim the Tank Franco from the Schmodown is joining us on this live stream. Thank you, sir. Welcome, Tim. Uh, let's see. Let's see, Movie Finobi said that, yeah, Movie Finobi had to take off. Yeah. Um... I'm going back, just looking up here. Of course, Jake Yacovetis. The second we talk about Texas, he has to mention Torchies because uh, it's a really good mm. taco place here. I and want some Torchies right now, too. Yeah, late at night, and the Cine Fanatics are hungry, uh, even though we both ate something right before. Nope. Oh, yeah, that's hey, right. You, you didn't. You did. Is Texas the best foodie state, according to Alex? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. We've got brisket and barbecue. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Uh, the uh, margarita, the frozen margarita was invented in Texas. Nice central Texas area is very famous for some German food too. You got your uh, your bratwursts and all that. So we got, you know, we got a little bit of flavor from all over the place. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> absolutely. It is a great uh, 
food state. Yeah. Uh, recommend that if you come to Texas, you definitely have something to eat. Well, we recommend if you go to any state in this country, you have something to eat. Because you're probably, probably going to get hungry at some point. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think, honestly, like let's get into the reason why we're all here. There's, there's things that exist that are called movies. Oh, I thought we were going to play Old Maid or something. No, we're done. We're done with the housekeeping. Oh, okay. Wow, uh, that was a turn of phrase. Very nicely done. Yes. Quality content here. Yes. Um, yeah, so there's these things out there called <laughs> movies. They usually last about an hour and a half to, you know, for some movies, upwards of four. <laughs> you good? Yeah. We're live. <laughs> I know. This is riveting television. It is. You're going to watch me choke to death on water. On live. <coughs> you got something squirted into that water. Yeah, I got, like, the Kool-Aid flavoring, so yeah. it's like tropical punch. It's say, really good. I say, water's not usually red. Yeah. Unless, of course, it's got that sweet, sweet coronavirus in it, so get to your grocery stores and buy that bottled water immediately. <coughs> How is corona red? Oh, God, you're one of those people, aren't you? Oh. Anyway, uh, let's jump into it. We're going to go... We're honestly going to be covering over a lot of, like, news topics that you've probably already heard covered on a lot of shows because we're going to be a weekly show, so our news cycle is going to be... Starting effectively now for the next episode, it's going to be starting effectively tomorrow to next Tuesday. It'll effectively be starting after the stream's over and all of a sudden something's going to pop up. We're going to be like, oh crap. Yeah, we shut the cameras off and all of a sudden Disney buys Warner Brothers. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be the situation that we run up against. We're looking at about the last week. I'm adding a couple extra days because there's been some really big news stories that kind of happened before what would normally be our news cycle for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start on a downer, but it's also kind of an upper. Uh, that that fool. We're not doing drugs on this channel. <laughs> no. Uh, that fool Weinstein is is finally getting locked up. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it, it's nice to see like something like he, he was a he was a pretty big person, a big producer uh, in Hollywood, and yeah. to see like essentially the court system actually kind of pay off at this point. It just took forever. It, yeah, it did because that whole thing that got kicked off with uh, <clears throat> with the Me Too, which was he's effectively the one I think that started it for the most part. Yeah, he's the at least the biggest the biggest one about it. Yeah. Uh, that kicked off late 2017, and now we're Something early like 2020. It's been several years. This dude has been out and running about and going to comedy clubs for several years, and then he walks into court with his walker. Yeah, well, he's like he's like fine and dandy the day before, but then he walks into court with his walker and he's trying to gain like sympathy from people. I've, I've, I mean, you know, you've seen this like talked about on other other news shows that are covering this. Like, really. That's definitely, like, I know for sure SCN covered this, and they're definitely saying, like, dude, that's that's totally the lawyer saying, look, we're going to try to, we're going to try to lessen your sentence here. You're, you're going to get locked up. That's just the fact of the matter. But let's try to see if we can gain some sympathy. Like, dude, come on now. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the thing is, is how are you going to try to get sympathy again? He's the person who effectively kicked off this entire Me Too thing that that happened right so yeah that's i don't know i can make some comparisons i don't want to but i mean i could make some some really odd comparisons of how that is and just 
that just that just does not sound like it was a good idea. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's very obvious. It's very apparent. But we're finally in a place where he's at least gone through. As far as I'm aware, he's at least gone through like one set of trial. However, the whole court system works. Mm-hmm. He's gone through one one hearing or however, and uh, I know he's getting locked. He's at least getting sentenced for at least twenty five years or something like that. Which you know, how old is the dude? He's is he in, he's in his sixties by now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think late late sixties. Twenty five years puts him at like eighty five or over eighty five. And that's not including that I think he's got to go through a few more trials and get a few more sentences. So, so Tim Franco's comment, he didn't need the walker because he can hold on to the bars now. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean... He's going to be holding on to the bars in federal pound me in the, uh, prison. Wow. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to quote the movie, but I can't... Uh, yeah. That that might be true <laughs> if he survives. <laughs> if he survives prison. Yeah. And if he survives, he's going to be old as mess by the time he would actually be able to be free. If if he's not like getting any other sensing. Dude's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. And, you know... But what I'm trying to say fair is... Fair shake. Anytime I have the opportunity to quote Office Space, I'm yeah. going to. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So... I mean, that just seemed like the good are, are, a good way to just slide into that. So, are we now saying that we're taking Weinstein metaphorically speaking out into a field and kicking him and beating him with bats? Oh yeah, it's good to be a gangster like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PC low letter. <laughs> anyway, that's that's the uh, that's the situation with that dude's getting locked up. He's pretty much going to be spending the rest of his life in prison, and yep. that's that's <clears throat> at this point that's fair. Yeah, that's just fair. Anyways, next topic because this one's so jolly. Yeah, that's. That's that's what you're getting. You're getting these dark topics, but hopefully we're uh, maybe we're putting a smile on your face during them. I don't know. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's the next topic? The next topic is this is the fun where I'm actually having to look at. Oh yeah, dude. Let's uh let's go from really dark and depressing to the company that puts smiles on everybody's faces. Guys, did y'all know that Bob Iker is. Well, I mean, he's not stepping down at this point. He has stepped down. Yeah. This happens days ago. Here's the other thing, too. You can't start off the topic with, like, guys, did you know, again, this is a once-a-week show. Yeah. <laughs> They've heard. Everybody knows. <laughs> and if you don't know, well... Now you know. Now, now you know. Yeah. We're, uh, we're glad to be the ones to break the news to you that... Uh, well, actually, no. I'm actually very sad that Bob Iger is stepping down as CEO. Uh, Bob Iger has done phenomenal things with Disney yeah. in his time. I mean, he's pretty much he's responsible for helping to reel in, say, the Star Wars property, the Marvel property, all of that, and then putting the cap on it by acquiring 20th Century Fox and then releasing Disney Plus. All of these have been huge for Disney. Yeah, and again, has turned Disney into. Pretty much going to be like the number one company of the world. Right. I mean, I honestly think that Bob Iger is probably going to go down as one of the best CEOs that any company has ever seen. Yeah. Just because of what he was able to do, the purchase he's made, and what it's done for the brand of Disney. Now, granted, you know, there's the darker side, and I don't really want to touch on that because it's the darker side. And, you know, how does the company work when it comes to employees and all that? That's that is a fact of life. It's very unfortunate, but on the on just the strict business side of what he's done for that company, Hall of Fame. He's Hall of Fame status for sure. Um, but what's interesting is so he's being replaced by Bob Chappick, who 
<laughs> which I mean, my name's Robert. I mean, yeah, you're next in line. Right? Can I be next in line on this, Bob? Bob, Bob. <laughs> I, I don't like going by Bob, but I'll change my name to Bob if it means I get to inherit Disney. Right. So <laughs> I'll Bob all over the place. Wait. <laughs> so yes, I'm, I'm going to put you on like a, a <clears throat> limit to that. Like how many how many of those references can you make during one of these shows about Bob's? Bob, no. Bob, Bob's a you decent know what person. I'm talking about. Stop. So you're talking about Disney and stuff. Yeah. So Bob, Bob Chappick was in charge of. Uh, uh, I know he had like a big hand in some of the stuff that happened in the parks, but I know he was also like, as far as like a negative for him goes, he was one of those that made it very hard for any of those uh, classic vaulted Disney movies to make it onto Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So it's it is interesting to find out what is this guy how is this guy really gonna work as the CEO of the company and as a successor to Bob Iger. Because we know how successful Bob Iger is. Now we're moving on to a new Bob and is this Bob gonna be as good as the last Bob? Hopefully. But the other thing on top of that is that Bob Iger is sticking around for a little bit still. He's gonna be like a chairman. Yeah, he's going to have his hand in a lot of the creative inputs that Disney still does, which gives me a lot of uh, warm feelings still about Disney because, you know, we've seen what he's done creatively as the CEO, what he's done for the brand creatively. He's still going to be doing a lot of that creative stuff, uh, hopefully, like, you know, leading the charge in, okay, let's get Star Wars in line. Let's keep Marvel going, you know, at its pace that it's going on. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of lot of good stuff. That I think he can still do in that role. Really, yeah, I have to pull her up for like the first, the first episode. Are you gonna get people like <laughs> saying that we're like mishandling animals here? You, the way she's like screaming when you're grabbing her. Yeah, she does that anyways. <laughs> yeah, she does. That, she does that when I gently pet her. But uh, all right, put her down now. <laughs> So Oscar Romo's asking, where is the Joker pick? Uh, I have planned to get a Joker pick potentially up here. Yeah, it's going to have to go like behind one of our heads, though, because it... Nice amount of room, like, right here. You think you think that we're on, like, one situation here? Get, watch this. Oh, yeah. No, my hand is gone. It's We're on a split screen. Mm-hmm. We're split screening this mess, so it's kind of hard to put a, a Joker poster up on the back wall. Uh, it's also currently just attached to the wall over there. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Tyler, hashtag Bob all over. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. We're going to get these uh, funky little hashtags that are going to start popping out of this show, aren't we? I'm a, I mean, I'm okay with it, but Bob all over? Yeah. yeah I guess we'll make it work. Uh, Bob Iger was the modern-day Roy Disney. <laughs> Action cat. That's right. We stole your cat from Kelsey Kirkland. <laughs> So, I mean, it still rolls off the tongue better than Cinefanacat. Cinefacatic. Cinefacatic. Cinefa, yeah, Cinefacatic. Her name's Lola. She was a showgirl. She's a show cat. Show cat. Her name's spelled L-O-L-A. Please. Enough of these references. We're getting off topic. Which is actually perfectly fine. I'm okay with getting a little off topic because that's I want to again. I want this show to be relaxed and super <laughs> chill. Oscar Romo, uh, you can put me in charge of Disney. Disney's in cruise control at this point. One could say that Disney's in jungle cruise control. <sighs> be here tonight and then next week. <sighs> Cinefancatics. Oh, most definitely. 
Yeah, so uh, the next one, I just want to kind of touch a little bit on some of these these funny little ones that have popped up here and there throughout the week. Um, let me keep things under in control here. Actually, yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go. Uh, did you see this nonsense of Henry Cavill is playing Wolverine in the uh, X Men reboots that are surely going to come down the line for the MCU? So you're gonna get Superman to play Wolverine? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, then we already have that Hugh Jackman Superman, right? Huge, huge jacked man. Yeah, okay, that was a stretch. Uh, it's so, not really. <laughs> look at his name. That's not a stretch. Uh, so, so you, Henry Cavill as as Wolverine. How do we feel about this rumor? Now, I think the uh, if I remember correctly, this rumor was actually just started based off of like some fan art. Someone had like photoshopped Henry Cavill to look like Wolverine. Something like that. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, this would be awesome. Um, the thing is, is like, again, Henry Cavill still is Superman if they decide to ever do anything with Superman again. Who knows? Please. Like, the state of the DC movies. I'm going to I'm gonna be like Mark Riley over here. I need a Man of Steel too. I actually do like Man of Steel. Man of Steel is alright, but I mean... But what they what they actually did with Superman's character once he came back to life in Justice League spoilers. Um, nobody cares about spoilers for Justice League. No one cares about Justice League. <laughs> no one cares about Justice League. Um, no, what uh, Justice League wasn't that bad, but wasn't that good either. It was, look, it was entertaining. It was. Anyways, what else were you saying? Yeah, narratively speaking, it was not great, but it was entertaining. <laughs> uh, no, the. Yeah, they definitely need to make a Man of Steel too, though, because when they when they when they brought him back in Justice League, he was acting as Superman should. He was colorful. He was I'm he was Boy Scoutish, yeah. and that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see in a Man of Steel too. So for them to say like for there to be a rumor out there like oh he's gonna play Wolverine, like I don't know about that. Really haven't seen. I haven't like. I guess it might just be. I haven't seen Henry Cavill in anything really like really rough, gruff like that, with the exception of uh, Mission Impossible and uh, Man of Steel one and the Mustache Gate there. Yeah, yeah. So Henry Cavill coming out with his loaded guns there and that mustache that just won't disappear because Superman has to exist without a mustache. That odd baby mouth. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a screen grab right there. <laughs> got, it, got it, got it, got it. Um, <laughs> That'll be the thumbnail for the next video. <laughs> so I think at the, at, at the end of the day, uh, this is just a rumor, a really bad rumor. That's just it's just flat out not true. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to be if DC de- de- decides to continue on with something having to do with Superman. Yeah, uh, he will have to continue with that. I'm pretty sure he might be contracted to do more movies as Superman should they decide to do it. Is now it he's also possibly, but now he's also locked down to The Witcher. Yeah, as of Netflix. right now. Um, yep. which um, I, I, throw I don't, a coin to him. I don't play video games, so I'm not like fully throw a coin to him. I guess that's a reference to Witcher. Yeah, I'm not. I I don't stay caught up in video game Honestly, stuff. Honestly, so. I just watched the honest trailers for The Witcher. Oh, on YouTube today. So that's that's how I really know the reference. I've seen it before, but that's that's why it was in my head just now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing: like the X Men movies, they're gonna come back. Marvel is gonna is gonna reboot X Men in the MCU, and there would be a fool not to include Wolverine. Yeah, and Wolverine is one of the pillars of the X Men. 
it's going to be very hard to do an X-Men movie without Wolverine, with the exception of uh, First Class, yeah. which was regarded as very well done. Wolverine had a cameo but, in it. But it also went back to one of the first comics where Wolverine wasn't actually part of the storyline yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. It was just the first class of mutants. So it was it was doing that, which is fine. But, you know, if you're going to reboot the entire franchise, Wolverine is going to have to be included. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they do it in X-Men starting out or whether they do the fun thing where maybe they get the ability to make another Hulk movie. And introduce Wolverine through that. That would be awesome. Which needs to be the appropriate way to do that. That would be fantastic if they did that. I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch on that one, but I, I'm that would be amazing. The question uh, is, is it'd be incredible. Yeah. The question, the Incredible Hulk, one one eighty one, technically one eighty. The the thing I want to know though is. What does this rumor do for, like, the future of these franchises? You know, you're seeing these odd rumors out there, and they're just flying all over the place. Is it, is it something that needs to be, like, reined in a little bit, or...? Well, here's the thing. We're, we're now... We now live in a day and age where you can get everyone's opinion about something on the internet, whether you want it or not. And everyone's going to tell you. Sometimes they'll uh, just send you a direct message and you didn't ask for it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I remember back, like, in the 90s, uh, I was collecting comics. I'd read uh, Wizard Magazine Guide to Collecting Comics. They had, uh, one of the articles that they had would was that the Wizard staff would cast movies. Because, yeah. I mean, there really weren't that many big, plentiful comic book movies during the 90s. It's still kind of a new, new yeah. thing. You had, then. you had Batman that was coming off of, like, uh, Batman 89 into the 90s. Uh, then you had, like, Spawn and Blade, and that was that was pretty much about it. Um, there really wasn't anything, like, too major uh, Crow. I mean, there, there really weren't big comic book movies, so almost any comic book property was open open season for a comic book magazine to to do a fan casting for. Yeah, and I believe they did X Men like two or three times. I know they they did like say like the original X Men, then they would do like the '90s X Men or like the cartoon yeah. X Men, the yeah. Jim Lee era. And since it's an ensemble cast, so it's good reading. Yeah. Uh, I think they even did like one where they casted X Men from like the Age of Apocalypse storyline. Yeah, uh, that was really good back in the '90s as well. Nerd, but yeah, sorry, <laughs> love that storyline. Uh, one of the things that's remained consistent though is every time in any X Men fan casting that they needed to cast uh, Professor Xavier, I think there was one that it wasn't. But pretty much all of them, they were always like, "Yeah, we we have yeah. to cast Patrick Stewart." And the one that it wasn't was like Ben Kingsley or something like that. Something which that was weird. I don't know if I'd agree with that one, but yeah, it was it was Patrick Stewart all the time. Now keep in mind this is during the '90s, in which pa- Patrick Stewart is on top of the world with Jean Luc Picard from Next Generation. Mm-hmm. So he obviously looks like. He should be Xavier. And then when they finally made the X-Men movie, it was just kind of like a logical decision. And I don't know if Wizard Magazine had anything to do with that. Maybe. But it seemed like a logical decision to just go with Patrick Stewart to play Xavier. And he was. And he was perfect. And I have a hard time imagining anyone else. Now, um, McAvoy. 
McAvoy yeah. is doing a decent job as Xavier. As a younger Xavier, I, I completely like that. Um, what was it? The one that was uh, Apocalypse was during the 80s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Apocalypse was during the 80s. They had him like in like 80s get up and hair and stuff. I thought it looked phenomenal. It looked great. Um, now. Just that movie being good aside. Just that movie. To, oh, man. <laughs> They, sh- they, they could not defeat Apocalypse that easy in that movie. Apocalypse needed to be more of a threat like uh, X-Men Evolution, the cartoon. Yeah. So I mean, Woo, We're going on a nerd course here. Well, what we have is a situation, though, where there's a possibility that maybe it was fan casting that was in the popular, the popular culture sphere that got Patrick Stewart into the position of being Professor Xavier. And are we... Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Maybe the studio was already like, you know what? We're going to go Patrick Stewart. And then they're like, oh, yeah, everyone's saying Patrick Stewart. That makes sense. Or, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you got that situation. Is that the same Is that the same situation we're looking at now where people are putting their wishes out into the universe and hoping that maybe the studios are paying attention, listening? Somebody is like, I really want Henry Cavill to be Wolverine. I'm going to make an image of Henry Cavill as Wolverine, put it out there, and maybe that rumor will catch fire. And studios will go... Yes, Henry Cavill is Wolverine. Because you look at the situation where we're still maybe thinking it was Ryan Reynolds who spilled the uh, the leaked the stuff for Deadpool, and the fans that jumped on that went, yes, this, yes, and the studio's like, okay, we'll make it. Well, I mean, <clears throat> if at the very least we knew it was Ryan Reynolds, uh, the writers, uh, Paul Warnick, Rhett Reese, and yeah. then Tim Miller, the director. Um, one of them did leak it for all intents and purposes. But, I mean, does it really matter? Do we really need to keep trying to figure out who leaked it? That movie got made. It's out there. It and was successful. Yeah. That that little test footage, though, that was amazing. Or you have, but, a, you have this, also the situation with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, where he looked absolutely awful. And then the fans said that on the internet all over the place. And... Uh, Jeff Fowler, the director, said, you know what, you're right, we made a mistake, let's go back, let's fix him. They fixed him, and honestly, that really helps that movie, you know, in my opinion, be decent. I do want to, like, go <laughs> to, like, the alternate dimension where the original Sonic uh, oh still existed if they didn't change it, and just how many people would just completely just all over that movie. Like, just... Uh, like it, I, I want to see what exactly would have happened. Like we told you, you released that trailer. We told you you need to fix Sonic. You didn't listen to us, and now you expect this movie to make money? No. And then just yeah. see how badly slaughtered it gets on the internet. Yeah. Uh, but again, like we have our review for it. It actually, if any of y'all have seen it, it actually was not that bad of a movie. It's formulaic. It's family. It's a family. It's movie. a family it's for, film it's for kids. Sonic is flossing for some weird, stupid reason, but... Because it's popular. Yeah, but it, it was decent. It, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, still not the best com- uh, comic book. Not the best video game movie of all time. I think that's probably still going to probably be Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Uh, with, uh, and I would actually almost go out being, again, a, na- a 90s fanboy. I would actually probably still say maybe Mortal Kombat... That might be just for sentimental reasons more honestly, than anything. Honestly, I'm going to Detective Pikachu, Sonic, Mortal Kombat, and uh, come at me. I don't care. Yeah. Um, that's my opinion on that. But that's, that's the situation we're in. Fans, We're in a situation where fans now have some kind of power, power. so to speak, over what the studios choose to do. And you know, maybe that's, that's what this Henry Cavill's Wolverine effort might be trying to do. 
I don't think Henry Cavill's going to play Wolverine, though. I think that's not a great decision. I think there's there's people who probably better fit that role. Not that Henry Cavill's a bad actor. I love him. Yeah. But I want a, I want a man from Uncle, too. <laughs> and do yeah. we get that if he's playing Wolverine? Probably not. Probably not. He's probably going to be stuck with that. Um, man from Uncle, though, highly underrated. Watch that movie. Uh, so real quick I'm going to drop into the chat here it looks like uh, Tyler uh, dropping in the $2 super chat with here's some coins witchers how dare you call us that I appreciate it man thank you so much (laughs) thank you for the super (laughs) chat that was weird Uh, son of a witch and then of course Tim Franco having to give the uh, thumbs up to Super Mario Brothers here's the thing we live in a day and age where We've gotten like all these great movies, all these epics, and nobody has sat down and did an appropriate Super Mario it's Brothers. It's so hard. How hard could that movie be? <laughs> We've gotten freaking uh, Avengers Endgame with digital effects all over the place. Thanos is a completely that's, digital person who looks dang near real. <clears throat> And it still exists in like realistic environments, though. I can't get it like a short little fat plumber bouncing off a mushroom. How hard is that to do? Look at the Magic Kingdom. Tell me how the Magic Kingdom works in real life, and don't make it Dino Hatton. No, well, look, no, but I mean, uh, they did it at the end of Sonic. For all intents and purposes, that's true. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but for all intents and purposes, it well, it's is the beginning of the movie. It, yeah, okay. It's, it, well, yeah, they do show a little bit at the beginning, but the, the good point is they yeah. show the Mushroom Kingdom, which I thought was a nice nod, maybe Mu- Mushroom. I'm mushroom calling Hill it. Zone. I, I'm calling it the Mushroom Kingdom. They just, show Green Hill Zone at the beginning. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about the Mushroom area that they show. I call it Mushroom Kingdom just because it's. I think it was a nice little nod to the fact that Nintendo acquired Sega, so it could be the Mushroom Did Kingdom. They? Did they acquire? Sega? Or are you just you just pulling that out of nowhere? No. They didn't acquire Sega. He's wrong. I'll call him out live on the stream. They didn't acquire Sega. What did they do? They just partnered with them on games. It's, oh, Sega's okay. a third-party developer. Okay. Alright, you know what? Again, video games. No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> movies, you yes. They should make a movie of Grand Theft Auto Vice City and call it Scarface. That is actually what they've done. That yeah, it's called Scarface. Yes, (laughs) it's throwing me off here. Uh, Now let's move on to the uh, next one. The next real quick, uh, small little news bit before we get into kind of like the main main topic of multiple news stories is they uh, they kind of just stated that uh, Tom Cruise or Tom Cruise uh, Top Gun Maverick is releasing two days earlier. Mm -hmm. What's going on? What's the deal with that? Uh, so from what I read earlier, it looked like that they're going to uh, they're going to pull uh, top, top Gun Maverick two days sooner to avoid it clashing with In the Heights, which mm-hmm. is that new uh, Lin Manuel Miranda uh, musical which I'm movie. super looking forward to. Yeah, I, I mean, know nothing about In the Heights, but honestly, like it's Lin Manuel Miranda. It's a musical. I'm in. I'm in. Sold. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, musicals and. So I I understand that they're trying to want to keep they want to keep the public's theater dollars right. Which if I mean if you're taking like families friends or whatever if you're going out to see a movie maybe you only have time and money for one they're wanting to make sure that like hey you have enough time over here to go see Maverick go see in the Heights later so they're separating them out giving more more time in between them yeah uh which i mean it sounds like that's a, that's a really good idea because you have lin-manuel miranda who's one of the the top musical writers right now uh hamilton being 
like one of the top musicals ever at this point. Uh, so you got him doing that, and you got a really good, highly anticipated musical. You don't want your movie, which is essentially a sequel to a movie from the 80s that had one of the best soundtracks from the 80s. Yeah. You don't want those competing. So that's a great idea. I, I'm all on board with this idea. Plus, it gives us more time as a movie channel to re, to watch one, I'm so review glad it, watch another one. I'm so glad they're catering specifically to us. Yeah, I'm so glad they decided to do that because that that's fantastic. They, they heard our cries out in this YouTube sphere and they were like, hey, you know what? There's people out there who are trying to talk about movies and they might want to talk about both of these movies. They're not going to be able to do that if we uh, release them both at the same time. So Top Gun, we're going to be the bigger men here and we're going to move our movie two days before the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom I'm, Gunn's going to be the bigger man at the volleyball scene. <laughs> High five. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like Borat there for a second. I, I have a feeling like you, you're one of those that you can't talk about Top Gun without bringing up the volleyball scene. No, I can. I just can't talk about Top Gun without quoting the I have a need, the need for speed. I have the need for more volleyball. Yeah. That's like one of the few sports I can actually somewhat play, sort of. I'm not going to brag about that. I've seen you. No, you can't. Um, anyways, this isn't about your sports. This is about us talking about movies. Look. Uh, I am actually, yeah, I'm pretty excited for both of them. I I feel like I need to watch the original Top Gun again. That's where they, you put original in front of that because it's got a sequel coming out. But mm-hmm. I need to watch Top Gun again because it's been a while and I want to I be refreshed about how that movie was before going into the sequel. Uh, I probably don't need it, but... It's been a while since I watched it. Tim Franco, Top Gun, just never took off for me. Uh, funny. <laughs> That's a good uh, one, actually. I enjoy a good dad joke. Tim Franco, straight from the Robert Adams School of Dad Jokes. Thanks, Jake. So glad we gave you that moderator status. <laughs> and revoked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do like PC and just kick him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not going to do that, Jake. We like you. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, yeah, the situation... You see this with movies all the time, though, where there's, like, big tentpole releases that are happening at the same time, and it's, it's, a, it's a race to see who's going to be the one to... Who's going to be the one to give up that date? You, what was it? It was, uh, it was Batman vs. Superman and Captain America Civil War. I think mm. that's one of the more famous, more recent ones. There's also the one that's coming uh, this December. Because you've got the remake of West Side Story is going up against... Uh, yeah, is going up against Dune, Ooh. and it's also going up against, I can't remember off the top of my head. Nice. There's another, like, really big one Yeah, that weekend. I'm sure someone in the chat will drop Someone in the chat course. let us know. I know it's West Side Story Dune, and there's a third big one that's coming out uh, that weekend. Star Wars! Uh, no, never mind. No. Uh, and that's going to be, like, that's all, like, right on the same weekend, which I believe is, like, the weekend before Christmas, which typically is a huge weekend, but yeah. rocking three huge movies like that on that particular weekend, that's going to be hard to do, and I guarantee we're probably going to see someone move from, from vacate that that uh, spot as much past, as possible. We've also seen what, Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Mary Poppins Returns. I think there was like another one in that also that all came out roughly about the same time too so these there's been a history of these things happening like i said the biggest one was like batman versus superman and civil war yeah dc versus marvel who's gonna who's gonna move and 
you know, someone, someone, ended, I think it was Batman versus Superman. It was DC that ended up moving. Because, yeah. I mean, the, the downside on that one is even though it was Batman versus uh, Superman, DC was the lower dog in that fight. By Civil War, Marvel, Marvel was yeah, deep into its Mar- run. Yeah, Marvel had a huge stack in power by that time that came in, and DC just knew better. Like, yeah, they had no leverage against that at all whatsoever. So, yeah. So, I mean,. That's that. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm excited for both movies. So it's oh, that's it. Kelsey got it coming to America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming to America. Yeah, the sequel. Um, yeah, coming. Which I'm going to hedge my America again. Yeah, coming back to America. Electric Still Bo- in America. Electric Boogaloo. Um, I'm going to hedge my bet. I would say that's probably going to be the one that moves. Yeah, is going to be coming to America. Right. Because uh, the other two, I mean, it's Spielberg's doing West Side Story, so that's going to be a pretty big, mm-hmm. that's a big name, that's a big musical. Mm-hmm. Um, you also don't want to mess with Maria on that one, so. Uh, and then you got Dune, which, which is being, it's a remake, uh, but it's being redone by Denis Villeneuve. Yep. Uh, so that, his name is the reason why I'm excited for that. And I, I think for the most part, like Dune is a very beloved sci-fi movie, one of the biggest like sci-fi and movies and books. Yeah, uh, and I think because of Denny uh, Denny Villeneuve, I can't say his name anymore. I said it a second ago. I can't say Dennis now. Villeneuve, that guy, uh, because his name is attached. <laughs> to, hey, he's the one who screwed it up, not me. Because his name's attached to it. His name's attached to it, then yeah. that's going to really anchor and the it. cast. And that nasty big cast. Oh, I can't even remember who all's in that. Everybody. Oh, okay. We'll just save time. Everybody's in it. I'm not even going to look it up. Everyone's in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one's that one's going to be a big one. Uh, I'm, as long as I get Kyle McLaughlin back in it, that would be <laughs> awesome. I'm interested in that mostly be, you know, because of Denise's name being attached to it. Mm-hmm. Arrival is one of my favorites. I love mm-hmm. Arrival. Uh, it's I wouldn't have thought that was a movie I was going to love because it's so kind of it's it's a, it's a quiet note. It's, it's, it's and then the end days. comes and you're like, whoa, what? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, because of that, I'm super into into Dune. Um, okay, really? All right. Cat's wanting to chime in now too. The cat's into Dune also. It's a giant sandbox to her. <laughs> She's like, hey, yeah, you know what cats do in sandboxes. <laughs> Party. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think all that aside, we need to jump into this main topic. Let's let's get through this. Uh, so you got something else? Yeah, there was like the little tidbit stuff that I was that I was thinking of. So uh, real quick, looking over. Uh, since today's Tuesday, we're coming off of the weekend. Uh, just real quick, looking over like some of the tops for uh, weekend. Uh, Invisible Man took number one in the mm. box office this weekend. Yeah. Knocked Sonic the Hedgehog out, which again, we were talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, pretty decent movie, has been performing very well because I believe that came out Valentine's Day weekend. So yeah, it's been I, out for a couple of weeks. I was surprised it was still sitting at number one, but then again, you look at it, nothing really has come out. Here's the thing. I'm surprised that Invisible Man hit that number one. Uh, I'm not. It's gotten some great word of it's mouth. It's gotten great reviews so far. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have not had the time to be able to go see it. Uh, just a lot of work and planning and stuff. There's so. a chance. Like here's the thing. Like I hate horror movies. There's a chance this actually might be a movie that I could I could want to see. Yeah. So this movie directed by Lee Wanell, who yeah. was uh, one of the two members with James Wan, who did originated the, the Saw franchise and did the best version of Venom. 
Uh, yeah, it did the best version of Venom in Upgrade. I absolutely love that movie. So, I, I mean, I was kind of like hesitant about the Invisible Man because we're bringing back up uh, basically the subject of the old classic Universal monsters, the Dark Universe, the Dark Universe supposedly. Now, I don't think this is actually tied to this. If I read correctly, I think uh, I think Universal is now trying to approach Lee Whannell to reboot that whole Dark Universe Ooh, that, thing. That could be interesting. That could yeah. really be interesting. I, I, I think they're basically sidestepping that Mummy movie with Tom Cruise. And that, or that vampire movie with uh, Luke Evans that never got made, or Dracula Untold. No, oh no, it did get made. That's yeah. right. Uh, was that a part of the same universe? It, it as was well? supposed to be like the the I think the kickstart to the whole thing because there was. I thought the mummy was the kickstart one. Well, so the Dracula Untold ended with Dracula being in like modern day. Mm. So there was a whole, there was another organization that was over all the monsters and everything, and you even saw that a little bit in Mummy Untold. Yeah, it's 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 the or, same formula that you see in all these universe movies. There's an organization like Shield or Monarch that's over everything. Oh, Monarch from like the Godzilla movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently, Invisible Man did very well. Uh, I need to go see it. I want to go see it like really bad. I'm, now I'm, that I'm hearing that it has like tons of good word of mouth, I might be interested in going to see it too. So we'll see. Um, so there's that. Uh, another thing, uh, as far as like real quick horror movies, uh, they released the first trailer for Candyman. <laughs> Again, just I just didn't get time to react to it. I did watch it. Um, uh, kind of weird feelings about it, just because it's it's seemingly in a different direction. And I I did uh, at one point I I couldn't react to it but i did find the time to re-watch yeah. uh candy man as well so went back watched that and realized that uh this uh the sequel essentially is is starring uh was it yaya abdul mateen yeah uh he is playing i know you yeah, can say it better than rb3 yeah i well i mean i watched a lot of videos to hear how they're <laughs> you, like you you stood in the mirror and said his name five times yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yaya Adul Mateen. Yaya Adul Mateen. Is he gonna pop up behind me? I mean, there's Black Manta now. Or I would, I would actually be okay with that. Yeah, he's, so, he's done some pretty good stuff recently. So he's actually, from what it looks like, he's playing. Uh, and again, I know you hadn't seen the original Candyman because it. it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, in that movie, uh, there's the little baby that's uh, kidnapped by Candyman. Yeah. Uh, this is him, Anthony. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Anthony so grown, grown up. up. Yeah. Oh, so, but he still has some kind of connection to Candyman. This trailer makes it look like that the Candyman spirit is, I guess, within him that he becomes Candyman. This is very much like, uh, yeah, I'm going to make references that you don't know. I'm going to talk to y'all. Uh, this is very much a lot like, uh, was it Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Chat here. <laughs> yeah, good, do that. That's a good idea. Like Nightmare on Elm Street 2 where like the spirit of Freddy is inside of the main protagonist. So that's what I feel, that's what I feel like is happening with this one is that he's just going to become Candyman even though according to the cast list they still have Tony Todd as the Candyman. So uh, I like the trailer. Uh kind of weird this this version of Candyman is being produced by Jordan Peele. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me again? Sort of. This okay. one's being produced by Jordan Peele, which, uh, for, if you look back at his last movie, Us, uh, he did a lot of really good play off of like just turning a classic 90s song into something really creepy with the I've Got Five on it. That's as far as uh, I can go on this channel. Yeah, pretty much. And um, 
it's not a song about drugs. It's a dope no, song. I'm talking about copyright issues. Oh, that's right. Uh, so on this one, he did uh, for Candyman. Uh, he did "Say My Name" from Destiny's which, Child. Of which, course. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't initially thinking that, but I was like, yeah, they're gonna do that. He's gonna do, he's gonna have some pop song or some popular song or whatever remixed in there. Creepify it. Creepify it, yeah. Creepify it, and, but say my name from Destiny's Shot. I was like, okay. I really wish I filmed the reaction to that because the second that that started, I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Say my name, say my name. Yeah, sure. like, why not? Uh, so that was... So, about that Candyman, though, uh, from what I read up, is that it's actually supposed to be, like, a sequel to the first original Candyman. It's gonna do the same thing as, uh, like, a lot of other popular horror movies that you're starting to see, or, you know, even Terminator, where you ignore, you ignore some of the old sequels that were already made and saying, like, no, no, this is going to be a sequel from the good one. Yeah, um, which, uh, and I can't recall if I've seen any of the sequels to Candyman. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Tony Todd is back. Yeah, Tony Todd's in this, and he's been he's been in all the, the sequels, too. I think there's two sequels to the original Candyman. Right. Um, I just, I don't know if I've seen him, because that was one of those times where, like, as soon as the first movie's good, they start cranking out sequels, and yeah. they just drop in, like, quality as it went. Yeah. I mean, as far as this movie goes, though, like, uh, Get Out, Get Out and Us have been the horror movies that were built for me. They... They've got scary qualities to them, but they are movies that I I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, and I and I don't usually enjoy horror movies. So the fact that Jordan Peele's name is attached to this has me interested. But the problem is, is that this still doesn't look like my movie, especially if I have to go back and watch the original Candyman. I'm just not. I'm just not there. I'm not invested in that. So. It's. I, I like the idea of it. I like the direction they're taking. I like the idea that Jordan Peele's name is attached to this because I think attach his name to as many things as possible because he's producing some really good stuff right now. Uh, but outside of that, hard pass. Yeah. So Tim Franco says I don't like your inference that the other Halloween movies are bad. Uh, like, and then he he quickly said there's only two bad Halloween films. I gotta be honest, Jake or Jake. Tim. Tim. I gotta be honest, Tim. I was reading Jake's. Yeah. I gotta be honest, Tim. Uh, I haven't watched Halloween movies. I don't. I don't watch horror movies. I do not like horror movies. So I'm gonna try to get him into some of these. Only so much that like these movies are classics as well. Some of these movies you you need to watch much much like you would watch, say Sound of Music, Godfather, Gone with the Wind, which we'll eventually we'll both get to at some you point. You know, I'm over here <laughs> wanting to make an obscene hand gesture right now, right? Uh, yes, I know. That you're just yeah I know, uh, so <laughs> I, I believe the uh, there's some of these and I understand like your reasons for why you don't like horror movies. There are some that I mean you've watched us, you've watched Get Out, which I mean I don't really think Get Out's a horror movie, but there's some of these that you've been able to watch and tolerate to some extent. Given that as a a foundation as to what horror movies you have watched, I know that there's some of these, especially the more classic ones, that I know you can see. I mean, here's the thing, like, I, I've seen the first Scream. It's still, I still wouldn't qualify that as, like, a legit horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's more of, like, a playoff horror movies. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of where I've, where I've floated in terms of the genre itself, but... 
Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's it for like little small like catch up type of stuff. Uh, what's the main? So the main thing, if you're looking at the title of the show, we are talking about just honestly, this is a great one for the first time out because we're talking about movies. Mm-hmm. When you think of movies, you think of you know going to the theater. I'm going to enjoy a a, a a movie. You got Star Wars. You got Indiana Jones. You got James Bond. You got Jurassic Park. Like these. Are, you got Basket Case, one of my favorite '80s horror movies. That's of all. not even close. Oh, to true. okay. I do recommend that though. Anyways, you were saying. Um, these and all four of these movies have been kind of in in headlines recently over the course of this last week or so, uh, and so I kind of want to touch on a lot of these, like where are they at currently and where where do we see them going in the future? Because some of these are getting sequels, some of these are kind of halted right now, and you know we don't know the direction that they're going to be taking, you know, going forward. Uh, I'll start I'll start with the easy one, Star Wars. There's multiple so, multiple. Uh, things going on with Star Wars that happened over this last week. The first one is the announcement of uh, that Project Luminous is the High Republic, the, the whole High Republic stuff that they've been teasing and talking about, which is supposed to be that period of Star Wars that has taken place hundreds of years before uh, the Skywalker saga even starts. So I'm wondering if this is going to lead into like uh, anything with, uh, was it Darth Plagueis? Darth Plagueis the Wise. This, this might even be before his time. So, I mean, that would be interesting. Um, just because everything that we've seen with Star Wars right now pretty much only mm-hmm. surrounds the Skywalker saga. Or the events that are happening around the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Like, like Rogue One. Like Rogue One and Solo. These are all things that are still within contained within that one universe of Episode 1 through 9. Yeah. This will be the first time that we are outside of the boundary of that beginning and that ending mm-hmm. to something new. And this is whole new characters, whole new essentially side of the galaxy maybe. Right. I mean there's there's potential for all of that. You I mean you're going back, you're 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 covering stuff that's uh you know that we've only maybe seen in expanded universe stuff that's now considered legends. Maybe they're touching on some of that, knowing it's Disney and kind of the direction they've been going with Star Wars so far. Probably not going to touch too much on anything that's considered legends and they're kind of kind of do their own thing because that's just what they've done. Mm-hmm. But you know we're we're going back in what would probably probably be Knights of the Old Republic territory or the Disneyfied version of. The thing about the, all this is though is that the only thing they've really announced with it so far is kind of like books and comics. We're touching on like books and comics from that time period. And the question really is, is you know now that Episode Nine has come and gone. And Disney now wants to say, like, okay, Skywalker's Saga is over. You know, we're moving into other things outside of the fact that Mandalorian is still playing it around that same time period, also on Disney Plus. Uh, what does what is going into this High Republic era? How does that affect movies going forward? You you're looking at you have Ryan Johnson still supposed to do a trilogy, maybe of movies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benioff and Weiss departed long ago <coughs> to do their Netflix deal. So they're not writing any Star Wars movies now. Uh, Kevin Feige is supposed to produce something. There's other names uh, attached to different Star Wars projects out there right now. Either way, Star Wars is going to continue to live on in some form or fashion. This yeah. could be a very nice entryway into that as well. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of good stuff here. There's, I mean, you're again, you're looking at a period of time that has been completely untouched uh, within the within the Star Wars movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
you know, there's there's a lot of room. There's a lot of there's a big sandbox to play in right now. <laughs> not and not in the way like a cat plays in the sandbox. Yeah. Uh, uh, look at us real quick chat. Christopher Steichleather says he's got to take off. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much. Great dude. having you here. Uh, can't wait to see you, I guess, next week. Uh, next week, uh, might see him in Houston. Oh, yeah. Houston Schmodown coming. Yeah, We'll talk about Schmodown in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> stuff here in a minute. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah, come back come back and watch the rest of this whenever you get, get some time. Finish, finish yeah. off. But, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so I'm really I'm really interested in seeing what more they do with Star Wars and you know what it looks like now that we're touching on upon a era that has nothing to do with any of the characters that we've we've known and loved all this time. But on that subject, something else that's kind of interesting is characters that are beloved that we know. You know, if nothing else, just clone them. Why don't we just clone the characters and just reclone everybody and just make whole new movies? Who cares about how that ended? Let's just make it like a comic book and just clone them or bring them back somehow, some well, way. I was gonna say that we're still probably in an era where at least a young Yoda exists, not a baby Yoda. That's completely different. But a young Yoda, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Yoda is able to make an appearance in something. But unless they really want to steer clear of everybody who's who's come before, maybe not. But yeah, I mean. You're talking. You're talking cloning. I feel like you're wanting to transition into the other hot topic in the Star Wars world right now. Well, if you're gonna call it out, it's not much of a segue. That's true. So they cloned Palpatine. I mean, Lord. here's uh, my takeaway from anything having involved Palpatine. I think we said it. And I, I've actually heard so many people talk about this. Is that maybe anything involving Palpatine would have been taken a lot better had he been introduced in The Last Jedi? Oh, for sure. Some kind of mention, some kind of like. Or Force Awakens. After credits, even though they can't do after credits in Star Wars, it just doesn't fit. Give me but that if sweet they did Thanos turn from the end of Avengers only yeah, Palpatine. Like, make it where Palpatine. Like, actually show Palpatine has been here this whole time. Yeah. And then maybe I would believe a story of like, well, Palpatine's clone. But now they're like, oh, well, we just went into this movie. Palpatine exists. You have to accept it. Yeah. We're just going to move on with this entire story that's about Palpatine and his family. And then after you've seen the movie and it's about to be released on digital and video at a store near you. Oh, BT Dubs. By the way, (laughs) he's a clone. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. Apparently they they mentioned it within the movie. There was nods to it cuz they showed like a nod to it. They well, showed yeah. they showed yeah, yeah. that like they had clones of uh Snoke in there. So apparently they had within around them they had the ability to clone. Which we know clones existed back in the prequel. Yeah. Series too. Yeah. Uh, cuz the whole army. But uh the fact that Palpatine himself was a clone, really wasn't highlighted that well within The Rise of Skywalker. Which I can understand why. Again, going back to like my love of the comic books from the 90s, yeah. when you kill off a character, and then you bring the character back, and you're like, oh, it's a clone. It's just lazy storytelling, it seems like. Especially, again, going back 90s, you got that whole Spider-Man clone saga. Like, oh, that was like one of the worst rated comic book storylines ever nerd 
So, I mean, you, when you bring up clones, you're like, oh, you could clone him and just, it doesn't, there's no meaning to Vader throwing Palpatine down that and shaft. That's the big it's, issue. Yeah. You lose all all your childhood emotion that you had yeah. when you saw that, because that came out, what, 1983? When you saw Vader kill Palpatine, essentially, it's like it doesn't exist, it doesn't matter. By the way, all we got to do is just, like, push a button and boom, there's an instant Palpatine right here. Yeah, so that's the palp. More Palpatine, please. Yeah, more Palpatine. <laughs> nice. Woo, there's an old reference. Uh, I feel older now. Um, no, so that's the situation. Like you're looking at the the narrative of the Star Wars movies. Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the Force. Now, whether or not you think that it's actually Luke who ended up doing that or not, I don't know. That's irrelevant. What happened was though is that Anakin did end up throwing Palpatine over and essentially bringing that that balance back to the Force. Then it's like, okay, let's make some sequels. How do we do that? I don't know. Let's do a movie. Okay, there's a character doing a thing. Let's move on to the next movie. Someone else took over this movie, and there's characters doing things, and some of the things aren't what was done in the first movie, and that's fine. That's okay. Uh, let's do a third movie. Hey, Palpatine's back. Why? Because we cloned him. Well, like uh, Paul Denuso, PLD in the chat saying, uh, completely agree, it didn't bother me at all. Dominic Monaghan's line was enough for me. I sat back and enjoyed the ride. Yeah, so his line in there kind of reminds me of uh, Thank You for Smoking. Sure. When they're, oh, when yeah. they're try- when, when he's trying, to, when he's trying to pitch uh, smoking outer space, I'm like, well, how are you going to smoke cigarettes in outer space? He's like, oh, it's real easy. We'll just write a line like, oh, thank God they invented the such and such machine. Like, oh, okay, well, that, that works. And then they just move on. <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> The, the fact of the matter is, do you remember that Dominic Monaghan was in Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, briefly. Yeah, he was in that movie. Uh, so they gave a line to somebody that I barely remember was actually even in the movie. Honestly, like, at this point, you're, you're talking about this Palpatine issue, which, it's fine. I'm completely okay with narratively speaking that Palpatine's a clone. I just wish they would have talked about it sooner. Mm-hmm. Which goes into the point of, did they have a narrative through line throughout all three of these movies? No, but from what they said, you know, the original trilogy didn't necessarily have that through line either. The prequel trilogy did. Prequel trilogy knew exactly where it had to head because of the original trilogy. Well, especially because they didn't have, uh, Lucas really didn't have anything planned for Empire or Return yeah. of the Jedi until the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, took off. Right. And then he built that universe around just that one story. He had, I guess he had maybe like some inclinations of what he wanted to do. Yeah. But there was nothing set in stone that Luke and Leia were brother and sister. Spoiler. Uh, but he knew that Yeah. He, that he was going to expand on that. So the the problem was is, is like back in that time when we had no we had no idea of what Star Wars was we didn't we didn't really know those characters back in that in that day uh, not having a through line necessarily was okay because you know that trilogy now exists it's existed for a while we know how that story works how that story works together now we have a sequel and we expect not only because it's using those characters that we've known for decades now. Uh, we expect there to be a through line to these movies, especially since, again, we already saw that in the prequels. They did it before, they can do it again. Uh, the, the issue is that this, these movies really didn't... It was, it was Disney going, hey, we're doing some Star Wars, let's make some Star Wars. Here's a Star Wars, here's a Star Wars, here's a Star Wars. And say what you will about Force Awakens, say what you will about Last Jedi. 
I I personally think this whole issue with Palpatine, make him clone, perfectly fine. Uh, bring it to where Anakin balanced the Force by you know per, you know having Luke as offspring who then trained Rey. Mm-hmm. Perfectly okay, sure that works. Uh, and then Rey kind of really just brings that balance. But introduce Palpatine sooner. Let us know that the Palpatine clones could be a thing in one of the earlier movies. That's really my only big gripe with it. Or even to the extent of, hey, if you're going to have it introduced in this movie, let's let's be a little bit more, you know, make it a little bit more forefront. In Oh, yeah, Dark Sith clone. He's clone. He, there's a clone back there. I, that's a line I didn't really remember. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's that's the situation that you're looking at there. Uh, the other thing is that Star, Star Wars is coming out with a lot of this other stuff that apparently is, is there in the novelization. So, so don't get me wrong, this stuff exists in the novelization of the movies. Uh, but apparently the kiss between uh, Ben Solo and uh, Rey was apparently a kiss of gratitude. Or something. Honestly, I really didn't dig too deep into this story because I'm kind of tired of hearing all these things coming out that whether they have a novelization or not. These things coming out months after Rise of Skywalker exists. Wait, so they give kisses for gratitude? Like if you want to thank someone, you just kiss them? I hope I never Is do anything. This for you. a thing. <laughs> hey, by the way, you remember when you loaned me that five dollars? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll give you five dollars uh, back uh, real quick. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, uh, that's weird stuff. They're coming out with this stuff, you know, months after Rise of Skywalker came out. And, again, you're looking at a situation where, yes, it's in the novel. But, I mean, some of the stuff could have been in the movie. Yeah. Spelled out a little bit more. The gratitude thing. Honestly, I liked Rise of Skywalker fine. I liked it just fine. I'm beginning to hate it the more that we get this these news stories out there. Let it go. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Ha <laughs> Funny. Now, that's where I'm at with Star Wars right now. Let's let's move on from Rise of Skywalker. The Skywalker saga's done. Let's just let's just go. The, the problem with that though is like a lot of stuff that happens in the past, it's kinda hard to just let it go because it keeps coming back. It keeps going through different iterations, whether it's a park or it's a world, they just keep yeah. they keep coming back. Uh speaking of there's a Jurassic World movie coming. Dominion? Like, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. So, uh, first of all, they, they just announced that this was the subtitle for this. How many how many movies are there now where Dominion is the subtitle? Give us a count. I hadn't done that lay work. I know there was like an, ex, like an Exorcist movie that was called Dominion, I think. Um, which I don't even want to go into that one just because I know that one was particularly a mess with like exorcist the beginning or yeah. something like they're the same movie by two different directors two different like you know, okay exorcist the fourth position yeah, yeah um so they've got they released the title for this and then chris pratt uh I, I guess has gone on record of saying that pretty much everybody's coming back like they're getting everyone from the original uh, Jurassic Park See, movies now, back in this. That has me excited because I was excited when you saw Jeff Goldblum pop up in the Fallen Kingdom trailer. In the trailer, yes. I was not excited when he popped up in the actual movie because he's there for 30 seconds at the beginning and 30 seconds at the end, and I, that was the extent of my Goldblum. Book ended that mess. And that movie definitely needed more Goldblum. 
Yeah, that, that. So here's the thing. I I'm hoping that bringing bring them all back, bring the original cast back into it, will breathe some some fun life back into this because Fallen Kingdom just didn't do it for me, and the first Jurassic World was just okay to me. So I'm really kind of hoping that you know Dominion is going to is going to really see because again, like the way Fallen Kingdom ended, the, down, the dinosaurs are out into the world now. Cool, I like but, it. But we should have done that like years ago. That actually should have been Jurassic Park three, not that stupid movie we got where the Alan. rich couple has to Alan. hire Alan, Alan to go find their son who got lost. That was such a stupid movie. Oh man. Like, I hated that movie with a passion. And then when they came out with Jurassic World and people, I saw it and I was like, okay, this is actually good. This makes up for it. That's right. And then Fallen Fallen Kingdom came out and right back, right back in the stinker. Just, ugh. So, I mean, I hope with with where Jurassic World is at going into Dominion. Because they're alive. Like like me. me. Yeah, poor little girl. Speaking of clones. They brought her back too, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just hoping that I'm hoping that this the story is is there and then the cast is like feeling it and I think I think it has a chance to be good. I just need they just need to take some some time and care onto that onto that property now. What they need to do though is they need to go. <laughs> well, you're, you're making enemies with Tim now. I mean, we don't all like the same movies. Ooh. Oh, I don't know about that one, though. Better than Lost World? Ooh, we oh. got some disagreements. I do like Lost World. I thought Lost World was pretty decent, with the exception of, like, the acrobat stuff, but that's what everyone says. Uh, like, what I think would be great for this for the third Jurassic World is they need to go, like, into the R-rated with this. Like, these dinosaurs are loose in the real world. They need to be, like... like no. Going through the suburbs. Raptors going through the suburbs just ripping people apart out of their homes like left and right. That's what would actually happen. That's what would happen, but you're not that's not you know that's not gonna happen. That's what that's what you I know feel like we fact, need to see. No Jurassic Park movie I'm gonna be on record for no Jurassic Park movie will ever have an R rating. No, probably ever. not, but ever. I mean that would, that would just be funny. And then I want to see uh, Sam Neill's uh, Alan Grant. He just walks up here and he's like, y'all are dumb. Nope. And then walks out. And that is the extent of his character. Like, that's all I need really need to see from Alan Grant. I, I think I would be upset that he's not in the movie more. But at the same time, I'd be like, it fits the character. Yeah, it does. Hey, he's, he's about had enough of this mess. Had enough of this nonsense out here. All these dinosaurs running. Yeah, no. He's... The best thing about Lost World is Roland, uh, Roland Timbo, that was uh, Pete Postlethwaite, his character. Postlethwaite? Yes. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I like him in everything. He was in uh, uh, was in Ko- Kobayashi in Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in uh, Inception also. Was he in that? Mm-hmm. He was, I believe. I believe he was the dying father of that. Yes, he was. Yes. That they needed to get the idea to. Yeah, and that his son was Killian Murphy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I like the idea of getting all these people back from the Jurassic Park franchise, but I'm like, I, I'm, I'm still a little trepidatious uh, about this. Yeah. The, only th- the other thing that gives me really good hope is the fact that Colin Trevorrow is back on board. And not. Because he was off Jurassic World, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. That was uh, J.A. Bayona. 
Um, just okay, uh, but they got they got him back in, so that yeah. makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, Jake's taking off. Jake, thanks so much for hanging out, man. Thanks for jumping in and all your support, uh, doing that mod, that mod stuff, and just just being just being you, Jake. Thanks for just being you. Once again, if y'all are in the chat and you're not subscribed to Call to Action, go over to the Call to Action podcast. Make sure you subscribe. They are about yep. to hit 1,000, and they could really uh, use that. <laughs> That subs- yeah. those subscribers. They need to get to that monetization level. I'm not going to talk too much about that, but they need to get to that monetization level is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's just Jurassic. Uh, there's two more movies on this slate here. We got Indiana Jones and James Bond. I'll touch on James Bond just briefly. I know we got Tim in the chat, so let's not be too foolish here with what we say. Uh, I, haven't I feel like s- that was a hint or a nod. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We've not we've not been on record of being the biggest Bond fans. Uh, I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones except for this last one where uh, apparently Blofeld was in it, um, or John Harrison. So that's been at Cumberbatch, right? Yeah. He's not playing Con. Anyway, uh, I uh, I haven't seen that one. I'm gonna catch up on that one before uh, No Time to Die comes out. But apparently, No Time to Die is the longest James Bond movie in the history of Bond movies. Hmm. which, you know, all of a sudden a runtime is a big news story, but it's going to be one for a long-running franchise like the James Bond franchise. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, where's your, where's your level of James Bond watching? <laughs> I've seen a James Bond movie once. It had something to do with gold in the title. Seen one of them Jimmy Bond films? Uh, it, it was something gold or gold something, or they had gold in the title. That's like all James Bond movies. All James Bond movies are gold. <laughs> it's like GoldenEye, Man with the Golden Gun, Goldfinger, uh, Golden Puss... Never mind. Um, <laughs> that was Octo. Never mind. Completely... So, uh... You only gold twice. You only gold twice. I know. <laughs> Tim is really going to hate us. Tim's like, I'm out. Forget you guys. I like you guys. I'm done. <laughs> Thunder gold. <laughs> that should have been the other way. <laughs> gold breaker. Gold breaker. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, so... That's... We're gonna say. I mean, this is this is Daniel Craig's swan song, essentially, in the, in the Bond franchise. This, so this is his last one he's gonna is, be a part this of. This is his last one. Uh, even though I think he said like three bonds ago, this is going to be his last one. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be his last one. So they really, I think they're really just trying to send him off with with all the all the fireworks here. Which cool, I'm down for. Uh, again, I still need to watch the was that Spectre? Sure, I think Spectre was the last one. Yeah. Again, Tim knows better than we do. I do have plan. To start knocking out some James Bond movies because I yeah. need to be caught up on them. I need to be able to yeah. talk about them, answer questions about them if I'm ever asked. Uh, if anyone ever asks you James Bond questions, yeah, for just random ran person some off the street, just, like just some somebody might ask you a James Bond question someday. Like, hey, what was the first James Bond movie? Was that Doctor Yes? No, 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 not Doctor Yes. What was it? I don't know. I have no idea, no clue, no <laughs> possible way of figuring out what that was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, again, need to watch the last James Bond movie, totally into that, uh, it, it actually looks, looks pretty good, uh, plus it has Ana de Armas in it, so, yes. Oh, yeah. Big fan of Ana de Armas. Yeah, Knives Out, uh, was it Knock Knock, uh, Blade Runner 2049? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm on, I'm on board for, for this movie. Uh, 
and then who knows where the James Bond franchise goes after after Daniel Craig's done. I'm still I'm still Idris okay Elba. With, I'm still okay with Idris Elba playing. Him, <laughs> yeah. uh, he might be getting too old. That's fine. That's fine. I do like two brothers, two completely different pronunciations of that man's I, name. Idris Elba. Here's I, the thing. Idris Elba. I saw Hobbs and Shaw. That man can still do some action. Put him in there. Yeah. Throw him in there. Yeah. Uh, he's he's. That's what we need. We need to have Black Superman in our James Bond movies. Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, the last one on that list is Indiana Jones 5. Now, the big news for that one is that Steven Spielberg is actually ducking out of the director's seat. He's going to be a hands-on producer, but he's ducking out of that director's seat, and it uh, looks like James Mangold is stepping in, and unless something has changed, I think it's still looking like James Mangold is taking, taking that franchise in the director chair. So that's going to be kind of interesting because if you look back at James Mangold's uh, movies that he's done, like Logan, Walk the Line, I don't think Indiana Jones quite fit. It doesn't really fit story-wise or look-wise in what his wheelhouse typically is. Um, Now, that's the thing is that could be be the chance for them to take Indiana Jones into that kind of a storyline, just Mm -hmm. completely sidetrack the whole stupid alien crystal skull thing um but like actually take it into that that realistic uh almost like if we're going to compare it to say like logan with that western feel to it it's possible they could they could do it like that uh which i would i'm going to guess that if they do another indiana jones it will be harrison ford it is going to take place after uh kingdom of the crystal skull so it's going to be a much older, uh, more, much more closer to current times Indiana Jones. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously not going to see Indiana Jones in in main current times because, you know, he'd be a corpse by the time he reaches our decade. Yeah. He'd literally be dead. Um, so, Although I hope it's like far enough to where he's like flying an airplane. That'd be cool. <laughs> Possibly. Indiana Jones pulling off those stunts still, like landing an airplane. Can he do the Kessel Run? And... Oh, that's a different <laughs> franchise. Never mind. Um, yeah, so James Mangold stepping into that director chair, though, uh, I I would very much like to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand a lot of people have a deep, deep connection to Steven Spielberg directing the franchise, and since this is... I don't know. This is going to be his big baby franchise. Is like yeah, his. It's it's his. It's his. Yeah. Like Lucas's Star Wars. Yeah, essentially, Lucas sort of to Indiana Jones. Not yeah. The fourth one. Um, but a lot of people are connected because it's. I guess they're sending Indiana Jones into a new generation. This mm-hmm. is. Uh, it's going to be the last, maybe the last project he works on. I don't know, but I. I think the f- I think a lot of people are worried about Steven Spielberg uh, not being in the director chair and are seeing that as warning signs for maybe this movie isn't headed in the right direction. Regardless of who's stepping into the into the seat, my thing is, is he's still going to be a hands-on producer. He's going to be super on board with creative. I just honestly like James Mangold stepping in. I see him and James Mangold essentially not necessarily co-directing, but they're going to be they're going to be tightly knit together during the entire creative process for it. So I don't see it being too big of an issue that Steven Spielberg isn't going to be in the director's seat. I think it's good that he is passing it on to somebody else and letting that franchise kind of live on. But he's, unlike Star Wars and George Lucas's involvement in the current, you know, in in the new sequel, 
uh, he's still going to be involved in you know where the story goes going forward. Mm-hmm. I and I'm definitely for James Mangold. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely going to be a little bit different than some of the other, like you said, some of the other movies he's done. It's, it's just a different feel and look di- from him as a director, right? Compared to Spielberg. But I think I think if we if we pigeonhole these directors in one specific style, you're really going to you're not going to get the full breadth of what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw enough within Logan and uh, Ford versus Ferrari that mm-hmm. I think James Mangold might actually be able to pull the tone of Indiana Jones off. Very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like the way he captures action uh, from Logan, and then just like the tone, the tone in Ford versus Ferrari is it. It is more lighthearted, especially more lighthearted than Logan. But I think it's the right tone that you want going forward into in into uh, like an Indiana Jones type film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's what I mean. You got any final thoughts on kind of where? The Indiana Jones franchise is going. Uh, I know Kelsey brought up that she wants Shia back. Uh, when Shia popped up in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that was at the time. That was at the time where, like, any time Shia's name popped up, we're like, oh, okay, kind of like uh, he's Shia LaBeouf and just uh, he's coming off of Transformers. He's you know during that. Right. Sub, was it Disturbia and and then he went Eagle into Eye. his whole like putting a bag on his head and like I'm not yeah. famous or whatever like everyone's a, like uh, a weird art thing now we're into the point where Shia LaBeouf is Peanut Butter Falcon Honey Boy like he's getting critical acclaim he's mm-hmm. back to being appreciated and beloved uh, so yeah especially under uh, Mangold's direction mm-hmm. uh it could be pretty interesting to see where that goes, where I that just, dynamic goes. I just wonder if he even wants to do it at this point. Yeah. So. He's got, he has a bad taste in his mouth from the fourth one, so I don't even know if he would even want to come back. But. Well, that's what I'm kind of hoping, that maybe like a change of director mm-hmm. might might persuade him to come back. Yeah, Be like, we're not, we're not sticking aliens in this one, right? No aliens? Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Do I actually get some good screen time? Sure. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's 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 that for these like big classic franchises i think now we kind of just want to briefly go over some of the schmo stuff we're actually typically we would do like a little bit of schmo down talk and then we'll, we'd move into like some stuff from the chat questions from the chat and all yeah. of that too uh so. because it's our first stream and we're not we don't quite have the time down yet we're looking at maybe a little less than 20 minutes le- yeah. left on the stream so you guys if you guys have any questions anything like you want to you know put in there uh type them up in the chat priority goes to stream labs and stream super labs chat super chat time. get those questions in if y'all have any questions like hey how does it feel setting up a a massive live stream like this for your first time yeah <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i do while while you guys are doing that, we're briefly going to touch on some of the Schmoen stuff. Again, we're not we're not actually going to go into any of the spoilers from Atlanta, uh, just in case somebody doesn't want to see them yet, hasn't gotten a chance to watch. But uh, so there was a live event in Atlanta. Yeah, so let's talk about Atlanta. It was good. <laughs> yeah, good, good event. Good All right, event. moving on. Fantastic event. No. Worth watching. Uh, I will I will say that that match between Ben and Dan, uh, probably one of it's 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 going to be up there. In one of the best matches of the year, probably the best match of the year. That that will easily get match of the year as of right now, and it's that is a solid contender for 
quite possibly one of the best matches in the entire history of the Schmodown. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely up there as one of the best ones. Uh, I re- I forgot. I know like pretty much everybody in the chat right now knows about Schmodown, but I want to be in the habit of just in case you guys someone ends up watching and doesn't know what the movie trivia Schmodown is. That is. It's it's built for anybody who loves competition, loves movies, loves movie trivia. It's any a movie, and all of that. It, it's a movie trivia sport. It's a sport. It's flat out a sport. There are people that are they study for this, they train for this, they they read into like how to play, how to get into a competitor's mind and stuff. This is a full on yeah sport. They dedicate hours and hours to it. Yeah, and it's so, fantastic. And so what you have is you have a situation where it's it's taking that movie trivia competition, it's mixing it with kind of the flavor of of wrestling, where you have these storylines, you have good guys, you have bad guys, you got teams, factions, rivalries, all that stuff, people switching sides all the time, and all that, and then you have like the ranking, a ranking system that's kind of more akin to like a UFC style, uh, all all of that pulled together, it's. It's a very unique flavor, and I believe it's ultimately going to end up being the go-to for I want to search for anything movie trivia. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I think the Schmodown is going to get to a place where it's just going to be trivia in general. Trivia and Schmodown will be a synonymous synonymous thing with each other. Yeah. So that's, that's what we're talking about. They're doing live events now. They're going across the country in various venues and doing these shows in front of sold-out crowds. So, if you're watching this, uh, if you don't know, or if you're watching this on playback, uh, we do, on this channel, we do reactions to this, where we yep. watch the Schmodown, we we play along, we answer the questions, we're trying the best we can with it, and we'll give, like, our opinions at, and as far as, like, who we think's going to win, who should win, it, anything else they do within the confines of that Schmodown episode, we try to talk about and cover. Yeah. Um, a lot of the the moderators for this live stream are a part of the Call to Action podcast, which we've talked about a lot so far. And they're a Schmodown dedicated They're a Schmodown dedicated channel. They also do reactions, but they also have things like their show Chill to Action, where they will interview uh, Schmodown competitors or Schmodown personalities yep. on there. Uh, fantastic programming. They're about to hit 1,000 subscribers. So, again, okay. go subscribe to them. We're talking about Call to Action. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just like call to action, subscribe, call to action, subscribe. Indiana Jones, call to action, subscribe. Yeah, that what? is your call to action. Go subscribe to uh-huh. call to action. Yeah, uh, nice. Uh, hence the name. I'm I sure guess. they haven't thought about that at all. No, not I've never crossed any of their minds. There's like 50 million of those people. The action army runs deep. Not a single one of them has ever thought of that. Anyway, so we we talk big about the Schmodown here. It's on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. If you haven't subscribed to that, go go check them out. Watch a couple matches. Hit subscribe. Mm-hmm. Give them a follow over there and. Uh, yeah, we'll all, we'll all be in knowledge of what's going on in uh, the sport we love together. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're talking about Atlanta. The match between Ben and Dan, one of the best matches probably ever, if not just this year. Mm-hmm. So the other one is Alex Damon, who people might know from the YouTube channel Star Wars Explained. Yep. Um, he knows his Star Wars stuff, but he's making a dive into the inner geekdom division, which covers a more broad selection of movies other than just Star Wars. Uh, all the nerdy stuff, all the comic books, all your Lord of the Rings and Harry Potters and Star Treks. Uh, up against Emily Emily Jacobson, who played a lot in... Intergeekdom. In Intergeekdom. Uh, also a great match. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed that one. I think uh, Damon definitely gave a good showing in that in that match, being his first time in a different division. And then Emily is just going to be a staple in this division going forward as well. Yeah. So that was a lot of good stuff there. That was the newest episode. Schmodown's doing these live events uh, pretty much every month. They'll go uh, to various cities across the United States. They'll put on a live performance for it. Uh, these are streamed live. Uh, through their website, theschmodownlive.com. You can pick up live streams uh, passes so you can watch right then and there, or you can pick up tickets to physically go to the live events. Or the other benefit is if you hop on their Patreon, then uh, the $10 tier or higher, you get these live live streaming events yeah. with your patronage to them. So Some big ones coming up this month. Uh, they're going to do the Throwdown, which I believe the stream is already available for people to pick up. Yeah, because that's coming this weekend. Is yeah. the throwdown the family versus uh, corruption? Corruption, yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a really that's gonna be a must watch one because we have a feeling that one might ha- play somewhat into Houston. There's no confirmation on that yet, but there's a good chance because I know yeah. Christian on SEN today said that there it is going to be a title match in Houston. Yes, it could be that one. It could be uh, it could be Smith versus Mar in Houston. We don't know. Yeah, both of which would be phenomenal be to great. see. Yeah. Uh, so Schmodown is coming to Houston next month. There's also still this month there is the free for all. Yep. Um, I guess we can go ahead and we got some bad news, folks. We got some bad news for y'all. Um, due to some unforeseen circumstances, which uh, <laughs> we're not going to be able to make it. Yeah, to plane the tickets are like six hundred dollars a piece right now. It's spring break weekend. We we just flat out can't afford a six hundred dollar plane ticket each to go to free for all. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, we're not going to make it to free-for-all oh, this year. I wanted to go I, so bad. Yeah, so the spoilers are, hey, are the Cine Fanatics going to appear in the free-for-all? The answer is no! no not. We can tell you flat out we're not going to be in the free-for-all. Um, uh, would have liked to. That would have been fun, but that's just, just the that's just how the cookie crumbles. Um, this is a big one, though. This is going to be some serious FOMO on this one. Yeah. See, like, FOMO to the hardest degree. <laughs> Really good with those phrases cranking out tonight. You know what? <laughs> it's the first live stream. Once you get all the way up off my back about that, <laughs> let me get up off of that thing. Um, so, uh, but we will be in Houston because mm. it's three freaking hours Side away. Note. Side note for uh, anybody in the chat who wants to help us get to free for all, you're welcome to drop a one thousand dollar <laughs> stream. On. We'll get to free for all that way. <laughs> Uh, I'd, uh, I'd say we'd probably need like 700 or more dropped as, as a donation, which we do not expect literally anybody, the yeah. nine people watching, to do that. So we're not going to free-for-all. Yeah. Uh, we will be going to Houston. It's three hours away. There's no excuse to not go to Houston. Uh, we went there for the season opener. We did the reaction with uh, Brad Gilmore over there. We hopped up. We, I mean, we got up that morning. We drove three hours to Houston. We shot that whole entire video with him. We went out to lunch with him. Basically spent all day with Brad, which, man, yeah. what a guy. Yeah. The boat is awesome. Oh, the boat. Uh, and then we drove three hours back to Austin all in the same day. It's no problem at all. Just for a reaction. It was fun though. I mean, we want to. We really want to make it clear that we're uh, we're in the race for that after show award this year. <laughs> yeah. Whether we get it or not, I don't know. But we at least want to be nominated. Yeah, this the snubbing thing isn't happening again. Yeah, it's enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. So we're we're driving three hours for a reaction with the boat in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that reaction, that was the uh, New York event reaction. Go give it a watch. 
was fun. And Brad Gilmore's uh, movie knowledge might actually really surprise you. Yeah. And I had to belch. I wasn't pausing for emphasis. That was just... Brad Gilmore has not... Uh, done a reaction before had not done a reaction before you hadn't seen his uh his knowledge anywhere on show before mm-hmm. he actually kind of knows his stuff yeah not just back to the future yeah um but yeah no houston's gonna be a ton of fun i'm expecting because i mean houston last year was just a massive massive event it's one of the best events they put on last year it's i expect nothing less this year it's going to be another massive great event this year too so get your uh tickets to houston well the VIP ones, the as elite, of right now, the elite VIPs are sold they're out. They're probably sold out. They, maybe they might release some more VIPs. Possibly. Don't uh, quote me on that. But general admission is still awaiting to go up. So yeah. just be refreshing that page every couple hours every day. Yeah, just spend all your time on Houston that. was huge last year. We yeah. sa- we've said it all over the place. It's been a huge formation for the fans. Uh, call to action, the Action Army, really solidified in Houston. Uh, we actually, that was the first time we really got like good interaction with people that we were starting to, able, starting to put faces to names. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Houston last year, humongous. It's going to be even bigger this year. The fact that the VIP and elites are already sold out, we, were just, we just came off of the Atlanta weekend where it was announced that, the, that those tickets were on, on sale. Yeah. And they're already sold out. Going to be a huge weekend. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be massive. Um, Tim says Brad knows Bond. Yeah, he uh, he he talked a, a little bit about that in our reaction with him. So mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a reason to go back and check it out because he, uh, he he talked he he chatted a little bit about uh, good old Jimmy Bond there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, a couple of the other matches that dropped us last week were Barbarian versus Clee Wiggins. Which Barbarian looks like he's going to be... Barbarian's going to be a threat, yeah. for sure. Um, and then what was the other one? The other one was... Sean Sullivan. Sean Sullivan. Oh, wow. Why did I forget? I can't Sean forget Sullivan versus Adam Wynn. I love those guys. Why did I forget? Yeah, I can't that was a that hard one. one to try to side with someone like, who do you think is going to win? I don't know. Can Please both, don't make me choose. Can they both win? Yeah. Is that the way the Schmodown works? Can we just, like, give everyone a winning... <laughs> not a participation, just make them win. It's weird. A lot of people are talking about uh, Adam Witt's pull of Dalte Dauphine, or Dauphine, however you say his name, as, mm-hmm. like, a super massive pull. But if you go back and watch our reaction, like, I was saying, like, oh, it's it's either Dalte Dauphine or uh, Rune, Rune Heiko. Those are the other Nemodians I know the names of. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, that's a super hard pull. And I'm sitting there like, I know it because I collected the toys. That's what, was, that's what I was saying in reaction yeah. too. Is he uh, Adam Witt referenced the Bomar Monk in the post interview? Like that is one to pull yeah. to, to to be talking about the Bomar Monks. That spider thing when C three PO enters Jabba's palace at the beginning of Return you of see Jedi. The silhouette. He turns around. He sees this spider thing, and he's like, he gets startled, and then like, oh, and then runs off. That, that that's the Bomar Monk. That thing has a name. Have you read? So here's what's funny about that. Real quick is. I didn't actually know like too much about them. I yeah. I got the toy. The toy during the '90s was like a mail away thing, but mm-hmm. like the information on it, uh, like all the figures had like the info cards on it, kind of like the GI Joes from the '80s, where I think that was uh, Larry Hama that yeah. wrote out all the the backstory for that character on those cards. Like the Bomar Monk was apparently from like an actual group of monks who uh, to achieve a higher being of understanding they have separated their brains from their bodies and put them in this fishbowl and attach it to a spider 
That's creepy That's as what the Beaumont monk is. God, nerd. That's <laughs> yeah. awful. So the fact wow. that he was able to pull that one out, like that's yeah. that's that's super it's, impressive, and I expect to see a lot of great things yeah, from Adam Witt in the future impressive. on that. Uh, yeah, so Star Wars match was great. Um, really, kind of just breezing through this because we got a few minutes left, and I want to I want to kind of wrap things up with talking to some of the people in the chat. We might go a few minutes over. We yep. really want to kind of try to keep these at most two hours. But so, question from the chat. First one here is from Kelsey Kirkland. Question: Isn't OBS fun? Next question. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, OBS. Uh, I, I said, stated this while we were setting up. OBS is literally the most user friendly, unuser friendly software ever. Yeah, unuser friendly, user friendly software. Whichever order you put those in, that's what OBS is. Uh, so many people have issues with it. I understand why now. A um, lot of fun. A lot of fun trying to set up uh, two cameras and all this stuff. and sh- Hopefully next week we can get that intro working because, man, that intro is gold. That intro was a lot of fun to do. That, so And you worked so hard on that, and OBS was like, nah. No, nobody gets, <laughs> nobody gets to see it. Nah. Not at all. No, no intro for you. Nope. We have one, though. Uh, any other questions that we have in here? Well, we'll see you in Houston. Yes, Kelsey. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely going to be in Houston. There's no reason for us not to be in Houston. Uh, short of some kind of medical emergency. <laughs> Do you think they mean old BS? You know, at this point. You know what? I'm 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 with that. I'm with that phrase, Tim. Uh, so you don't see any other questions here. Anything on Streamlabs? Uh, nope. something else we want to mention too. So we're going to be trying. We'll probably try it with this episode as well. Is we're wanting to podcast this. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So. Uh, once this is over and it's done processing on YouTube, uh, I, th- I believe we're just going to grab this video, uh, error with the intro video at the beginning and everything, so that's going to sound great starting this off, yeah. uh, is that we're going to try to turn this into a podcast, upload it, so uh, if you aren't able to watch along, that you could at least like listen to it on podcast. And it's just basically... It's just another way to get the Cinefanatics name out there. Yep. That's that's the name of the game right now is we have a passion. We want to talk about movies. We want people to watch and listen. That's how we get it out there. So, again, going back, like, comment, subscribe, all of those things helps the channels out. Now we're also going to have a, a audio version of this stream. So It might take a little bit for it to get out just because we're, we're learning uh, basically how to upload stuff to Anchor also. And Anchor is the one that's the big distributing platform for most people's podcasts. So yeah. it's gonna it's gonna take a minute for us to figure figure out directly how to do all of that, uh, get it up on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that, all those places that you find podcasts at. And, and it then might, it might take a while for them to just show up too. And then realize like how great our voices sound on a podcast. Yeah, not excited about that one. Yeah, uh, look forward to that one with great interest. Oh, guys, oh no. Yeah, that's not a good voice you oh, got there. Goodness. Oh, goodness. Uh, PC, not a question. Just excited to see you guys in Houston. We will be there. We are excited to see everybody. Because, again, uh, there was a lot of fans that we got to finally put names to faces. Yeah. That's the problem with, like, the Facebook page is that you see a lot of fans. There's a lot of interaction. We know who a lot of these people were. Uh, we went to Spectacular. They did the uh, the fan meetup or the the, the post. No, at Spectacular before. The, oh, fan, yeah, the, the fan Expo. Fan Expo, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of people that 
we actually got to meet that we've already been talking to. We've seen like this is seeing them for the first time. So mm-hmm. that was that was pretty cool. And I'm hoping that Houston's gonna be like that because that's what it was last year right. as well. Now the problem with that is like Houston, we just didn't know who to look out for or anything. Yet. There yeah. was a lot of the action army that we have since we've met. But we didn't know who they were then, and so we're like at that after party bar thing, just our like man, our man PLD. We met him in in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was there was just some people that that were just staying in the room. We're like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think I think Houston's gonna be it's gonna be a big big place for that this time. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to put some names to faces because right now I am just visualizing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing PC was always just a purple person. Yeah, <laughs> just a faceless purple person. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've actually. We, I'm pretty sure we've met you before. I'm pretty sure. If we haven't, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm for, if we have, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting right now. Sound off on the comments, PC. Let us know. I feel like we've met. Anyway, this is a riveting ending now. R- riveting television. Great <laughs> yeah. video. So, yeah, it is 11.30. It is two hours. I think that's going to wrap this up. So, for the Cinefanatics, make sure, again, like, comment, subscribe. Go to the Call to Action podcast. Make sure you like, comment on their videos. Subscribe to their channel. Get them to 1,000. Links down below. Also, the link is for the Schmodown. Go over there. Like, comment on all of their videos. Make sure you subscribe to the Schmodown Entertainment Network. Helps them out. We will be doing this again next Tuesday because apparently that's what weekly means. Oh, buddy. Yeah, this was fun. I had a good time with this. I think this was great for the first first one. (laughs) Shake my head. (laughs) Nice. You know what? Fair. It's fair. It's, It's fair. Anyways, that's going to do it for this one. Um, Bad remembering things. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. Except for movie trivia. We're pretty good at that. Yes. At some points. So that's going to do it. And let's roll that beautiful bean footage, better known as our music. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we're rolling music. Yeah, because we've already done it once on here. So. Or or, uh, OBS is just going to be some old BS again. Yeah. There it goes. It's playing music now. We will see y'all next week. Make sure to check out uh, videos we have coming soon. I am working on our reaction to Atlanta Schmodown. Other videos, reviews, trailer reactions, all that stuff's coming out. We will see y'all next week. Later. Catchy phrase. Later works pretty well. Yeah, see you guys.